always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two hundred six of the Sun and Smiley podcast. I'm recording this actually in twenty twenty one. However, we're going to do something a little different. Now, you probably noticed that a few weeks has passed since the episode has been released. It's not that I haven't been around. It's not that I don't have stories to share with all of you. But I thought, you know, this is the end of a quite significant year, twenty twenty, and you know. With the end of anything, there tends to be a finale to most things, and also if you、um, do the math, episode two hundred eight, which is two episodes from now, is gonna be the four year anniversary episode of this particular podcast. So I'm gonna do a three parter. That's what I'm gonna do. So episode two hundred six, two hundred seven, two hundred eight, all gonna come out at the same time. And if you're listening to this right now, you probably already started on the first part of the three, and the three are linked one after another because they all happen at the end of the end of the world. So let's、uh, let's get started with part one, episode two hundred six, and this is the Prime Rib Diaries part one. Now, just a quick disclaimer: Christmas is not a really big thing in my side of the family.、Um, we don't do the trees, we don't do the gifts, we don't do the lights, we don't do pretty much anything、um, surrounding Christmas. And I mean, this is, has been an ongoing thing for、uh, as kids. For my dad, when we asked him who Santa Claus was, he's like, "I'm Santa Claus because I pay for everything." So,、um, pretty quickly ruined that magic. Right off the instant, and the other thing was, you know, we don't do any of the、um, fest festivity stuff that you know happens around us. Like we don't go to the light shows and stuff like that. And this year, I decided to go to a drive-through one,、um, just for something to do. You know, there's nothing to do nowadays. And I asked my parents if they want to come. I mean, tickets were hard to come by. I was talking to my mom on the phone. My mom asked my dad, and my dad's like, "You come to my house." And you give me thirty dollars, and you can look at my lights. And he does not even have Christmas lights on. He's telling me to go to his house and look at his kitchen lights. That's what he's saying. So Christmas is not a thing. However, I mean, it's it is a time off for most people、um, in the family. So usually we have a dinner, and sometimes the dinners um bigger. You know, we involve the cousins and aunts, uncles, so on and so forth. I mean, this year, of course, is just it's small. Because we know what's happening, but for this year, we thought it it could be a good thing to just celebrate the end of something that almost marked the end of humanity.、Um, so the dinner, it's it's with our immediate family, of course, my parents, me, my brother, and the wife. And my mom calls me, you know, early in the week, says, "Hey, I bought a I bought a piece of meat. Can you give me a recipe?" And I was like, "I don't know. What did you buy?" Because I mean, who knows? She's like, I want a Costco. I'm like, that's it's not very clear. I mean, Costco sells a lot of stuff. She's like, well, here. She took a picture of it. She sent it to me, and it says, you know, a rib oven roast. 
So I was like, okay, that's, I just still don't understand what that means. The label is not very helpful. So she took some pictures of the meat and it turns out to be prime rib. She bought a prime rib. And, you know, for a lot of people, this may mean nothing. For us, it means everything because we never ever even touched prime rib before in our lives. I mean, this is something we order at a restaurant. We don't do this at home. And this is a big chunk of meat. And she's like, do you have a recipe? So I kind of just, you know, kind of waved it off. I kind of just sent her this Gordon Ramsay recipe online. I, I literally just YouTube um, prime rib Gordon Ramsay. And this is this like horseradish thing. So I sent it to her. And I guess she's watching it. And the answer was she has no clue what to do. And then I kind of watched the video. I'm like, oh, my God, I wouldn't know what to do either. This is a very complicated recipe. So the task then became on my shoulders to cook this giant piece of meat. So, you know, good thing is I found a uh, very simple recipe on, you know, Jamie Oliver's website, actually, that, you know, just involves a roasting pan and some vegetables. I was like, okay, this is doable, right? So I brought my roasting pan um, that I got for a very good price at Canadian Tires. If you don't know what Canadian Tires is, like a Home Depot here in Canada. And... If you don't have Home Depot, it's like a hardware store, whatever. Place where you can buy stuff and utensils. So I have a roasting pan brought to the house. And, you know, Jimmy Oliver said it, it takes about 45 minutes for this things to be done. So, you know, I arrive probably around 5 o'clock, just before dinner time. I'm like, yeah, this is a piece of cake. I just got to brown the meat, put the vegetables in, put the roasting pan you know in the oven with the meat and we're good to go in about an hour's time it's time to eat and the little do i know is jamie oliver's recipe calls for one kilogram of prime rib my mom bought a 3.5 kilogram so this is 3.5 times bigger than that was ready to cook and this is a giant I mean, a giant piece of meat. I mean, according to Jamie Oliver, like one a kilogram can feed like five or six people. I'm like, this thing can feed 10 people. I mean, a small village somewhere on the Pacific can probably eat this. So I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's just throw it in. So and, you know, I throw it at, you know, with the temperature to ask for 475 Fahrenheit, put it in the pan, throw it in. And about an hour in, you know, I check the meat, rare. Just, just like, you know, it's still attached to the cow. This is not edible. So my mom had this thermostat she gave me. She's like, use this thermostat. So it's one of those thermostats. I mean, even it's a meat thermostat. Everybody has that. You stab it in. But this thing comes with like a little, I guess, what do you call it? Like a meter um, or some sort of little computerized thing where you can choose the meat and choose the... Um, you know, how well you want the meat done and they will tell you what degrees to get to. So I'm like, okay, well, it's got beef on it. So I'm just going to set it to medium well. P people in the family don't really like too much blood on it. So I'm just going to let it sit. So it's on there. It's cooking. Two hours passed. We're still at like medium rare. So I'm like, okay, we're going to be eating at eight o'clock, you know, at least. So keeps going. Keeps cooking. Eight o'clock comes around, it's done. It's actually, you know, we take it out. The vegetables are mostly burnt, but there was some underneath the meat that was salvageable, which I was able to make a gravy out of. So we get the meat on the table. So it's, you know, it looks good. I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty good for first try. And that was the moment when we realized we don't have any sides. Nobody has prepared any vegetables. 
Um, we don't have anything else. We just have a giant piece of meat and a cutting board. And I brought some desserts, like jelly. <laughs> like this is this is our dinner. So quickly, my mom cut up some cucumbers and stuff like that. So it was like a very, very makeshift type of um, put together dinner. And no one knows how to cut this piece of meat. So my dad immediately takes a knife and chop it right in the middle. And my, my brother and I were like scrambling, trying to find instruction videos as how to cut prime rib. And we found Martha Stewart's um, <laughs> instructions, which is actually quite good. Because she said you got to lift it up, cut the bone off, then you cut the meat. So we get back to the table. My dad already chopped it in half. And we're like, okay, that's exactly what you're not supposed to do. But he's like, well, I don't know. Just, most things you chop it in half. I'm like, okay, nice. So my brother does the cut. I mean, it was it was salvageable. It was doable. Cut the meat. I got to say, pretty damn good. Although it's been a complaint. The complaint is, hey, a uh, little dry. Why is it so dry? And maybe next time for the, you know, how well cooked we cook the meat, we can make it one notch down. So I was like, cool, it's fine, it's doable. You know, next time we do this, um, we will make sure that it's not so well done. And so, you know, the cleanup ensues. And this is the fun part is uh, while my mom was cleaning the pan, which, you know, some of the burnt vegetable on it, the Teflon on the roasting pan started peeling. And like it, we use this thing for about three times and it's, it's coming off. Like it's, it's clearly going to be poisonous, whatever you're cooking it next. So we gotta, we gotta go return it. And then I realized as I was buying the new roasting pan, and I'll talk more about this in the next episode, cause that's part two of the prime rib diaries is there is a maximum temperature you can use pans on. And I did not consider that at all. And 475 is hella hot. It's very hot. And I have the feeling that it peeled off because that was way too hot for it. So why is there part two? Because after we cooked that, a day later, my mom calls me. She's like, hey, um, for New Year's, why don't we make prime rib again? And that's literally like four days later. And the reason is because... Number one, the whole house smells like beef and she can't get it off her mind. And number two is she wants it done this time, not as well done. So looks like the challenge is on. I got to go back this time, make the prime up again for the second time. And also with a little more sides than just chopped cucumber and jelly. So that is this week's episode. And let's go into episode 207 in our next episode on the second time I take on the prime rib and you know, some things are not exactly the way you thought they were, even though it went well the first time. So I'll see you in one episode in part two with a brand new story of being the son of smiling.